sermon on today. Is Wonder Woman 2021? And the Bible reads Now there was a certain man, Aramathim Zophim, of Mount Ephraim. His name was Elkanah, the son of Jerome son of Eliu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zoph, and Ephrate. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts. In Shiloh. Women, if you're looking for a man, look for one that's worshiping. Look for one that's sacrificing. Leave that alone. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Benaiah his wife and to all her sons and her daughters portions. But unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion. For he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then said Helkanah her husband to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou? thou not and why is your heart grieved am I not better to you than ten sons so Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk now Eli the priest sat upon the seat by a post in the temple of the Lord and she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow, saying, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me, and not forget thine handmaiden, but will give unto thy handmaid a man-child, then I will give unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. You may be seated. Peculiar place to stop, but I'm going to give it to you all in a minute. And I don't have a lot to say, but I have much to say. Just want to talk to you really briefly on this Mother's Day about the stages of motherhood. Stages of motherhood. I'm not a woman, so I don't claim to write the book on this matter. But I've been around some women. I have a mother, and I have a wife who's a mother. 
promise I'm not going to reveal too much of their personal struggles. <laughs> but just briefly, on this probably my 15th or 16th Mother Day message that I've preached in my lifetime, talk to you about the stages of motherhood. The first stage being pregnancy. Pregnancy. I need you to notice in our text Hannah's desire was not for the things that we discussed on the last couple of weeks. It wasn't her desire to be popular because she was the wife of a high priest. People knew Hannah. She was already popular. It wasn't position because she served under position. It wasn't power because her husband being a priest could have abused his power. But he understood how to rule under power. Hmm. It wasn't even that, that she wanted possessions because the Bible says that he gave her a double portion. A worthy portion was a double portion, which means that her husband was well off. And when it came time to give, not only was he a worshiper and sacrificed unto the Lord, but he had a little something. And the Bible says that he gave Hannah a double portion because he loved her. So she had it going on. But her womb was closed. Oh, my goodness. And her desire was she wanted to be pregnant. She, He had multiple wives, and his other wife, Benaiah, kept poking at her and saying, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got it going on with popularity, power, possessions, and everything else, but you don't have no kids. And so, even though Hannah had more of the stuff, there was something missing. And she didn't want to be pregnant to poke back at Paniah. She, she wanted to be pregnant, but be pregnant with purpose. Y'all better come on. Next level, y'all know. She she wanted to be pregnant with purpose. And the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. But don't get it twisted. Them desires, uh-oh. <laughs> when them desires are in line with God's will, it's when we see the desire prosper. Yeah, y'all catch it. It's when our desires are in line with God's will that we see the desire prosper. See, God will give you some of your own desires. Be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. 
But when them desires don't line up with God's will and they can't prosper, has God ever given you anything? That you wish he didn't. <laughs> See, you can't be honest. Can't be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hey, you prayed for that thing. You fasted for that thing. You missed meals for that thing. And God gave you that thing. And then you had to fast that he would take that thing. She, she wanted to be pregnant. That was her desire, to have something growing on the inside. Now, I'm talking to mothers this morning, but I don't want you to think that this message is just for mothers because God is speaking to us all. How, how many of you desire to be pregnant with purpose? That God will give you something that you have to nurture and carry. That he would give you a dream, that he would give you a vision, that he would give you a purpose, that he would give you a desire that lines up with his will. That's something that, that is in you, that he's letting you carry, but he desires that thing that you are carrying to prosper. Somebody say purpose. See, God doesn't leave anything in the earth without purpose. And, and you may not even be able to carry a child, but, but there's something that God wants to put inside you. And have you carry. Somebody say I got to get pregnant. But you got to get pregnant. The right way. Now I know you're saying ain't but only one pastor. Ain't but only one way. To get pregnant. Yeah, I thank God for that. We'll figure something out. Hey, you, you ain't got to have, uh-uh. I'm not even going to go there. You can order a baby. I'm pretty sure Amazon will be adding that to the line soon. And for those that have Prime... You can get that thing tomorrow. <laughs> but some people don't want to be pregnant. Some people don't want to carry anything. They'd rather you carry it. And they 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 want what you carry. So they can they can coddle what you carry. They can spoil what you carry. They can damage what you carry. Pervert what you carry. And then they can walk away from what you carry because they're not invested on what you carry. Sometimes people can't understand when what you carried is giving you problems. But you continue to invest. Because it's what. And nobody better not talk. 
about what you carry. So, I only got three points. You move from pregnancy. That's the first stage of motherhood and anything. You you gotta you gotta get pregnant. Say, God put it in me. Go ahead, I dare you to say, God, put it in me. See, because God can get you pregnant. We ain't gonna go to the end, but you know, that's who you want to be pregnant by. God, you don't want, you know, you gotta be careful because within pregnancy carries the DNA of who impregnated you. And some of you got pregnant because of cute. But cute DNA. You know, because when, when women are looking for artificial insemination, they have a books now. They, they go and they look and they want to see the chromosomes of the DNA of what they're going to put in. They want somebody that's smart. Somebody went to college. Somebody that got this. Somebody, But y'all ain't going to say nothing. But now he cute. I think of me and him have a baby. We're going to have cute kids. Cute kids are crazy. You ain't going to say nothing. I ain't go that far, but okay, you know, we we added that part <laughs> sometimes. But <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, right? So you move to the second stage of 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 motherhood, which is the pain of the push. Because now that you're pregnant and you carry that thing, is it's the pain of the push. <laughs> That, that the mother has to deal with. The trauma of pushing away what you've been holding and nurturing is a difficult thing. Ooh. I'm going to say that again. The, the trauma that takes place of pushing away something that you've been nurturing and holding. Because pregnancy changes you. Find it interesting that for, for every trimester, there's transformation. This is about as deep as this message is going to get on this morning. We're going to have church and we're going to go home and eat some cupcakes. Every trimester, write that down. That's a good place to write. That's a good note. Every trimester, there's transformation. So when you're holding on to something, three trimesters, the pregnancy, right? So the first trimester, right, is where it, it is the hardest. Somebody say the first trimester is the hardest. It's where your hormones get shifted. You get tired. Come on, women, don't leave me out here. Get tired, right? You get nauseous. You start vomiting. Your breasts get tender. Because your body's going through transformation. You got a perpetual need to pee. And eat. All kind of stuff. Stuff you ain't even got to, ain't never had. Where that come from, man? What is going on? 
That's the first. It's the hardest. Oh, my God. Y'all better help me. See, I think you Holy Spirit. Help me. The first trimester is because I'm pregnant and everything is going through transformation. It's hard. <laughs> I'm tired. See, when God gives you something, sometimes when he gives you something, it's going to make you sick. You want me to pass the what? You can't sleep. You're tired. You're eating all kind of stuff. Your body's going through changes. And it's hard. It's hard to hold on in that first trimester. It's hard. It's, it's hard when God gives you something new and your mind and your spirit is going through different changes. And you're not you're not eating like you used to and you're not sleeping like you used to. And you're not. I'm trying to help somebody. <laughs> yeah. At, at first, you know, at first it, it, it gets hard. What am I going to preach? What am I going to say? Well, how are we going to do this? How do I actually put this into motion? Your body's going through changes because it's because you're pregnant. It's, you're changing. If You can't tell me that God gives you something and it doesn't change you. And sometimes you want to reject it. You want to you want to abort it. Now, if I'm going to get rid of it, I better get rid of it in this first. So this would be a great time to go ahead and give God praise for your mother if you made it pass. The first trimester. Because the second trimester, which is typically the most comfortable, they gradually, the symptoms kind of disappear. They subside. Your body gets used to what you've been carrying. And you likely feel a surge of energy during the daytime, but enjoy sleeping more if you can, if they're not kicking, if they're not... You, you got to figure out how to sleep and when to sleep. Cause you're, but, but pretty much you're kind of leveling out. And you, you, you understand. So that second trimester is not as hard as the first. But it's that third trimester. That could kill you. It's where the uterus and the fetus put demands on the body that cause so much pain and discomfort. Because pain and discomfort is a sign that something's about to be pushed. They didn't catch it. It's not comfortable when it's about to materialize. It's pain. It's it's 
It's not enjoyable. It's putting a demand. See, whenever you're getting closer to what God has for you, whenever you're getting closer, you got to understand that it's not going to be comfortable. It's not easy. It's going to be a greater demand than in your second when you just was riding through. That's why next level we know we're getting ready to move and shift because there's going to be a greater demand. If you're not ready for the demand, it means you didn't learn how to navigate through the second trimester of what was going on. And you got comfortable being comfortable. But you can't stay comfortable. So Hannah had to go through all this. She 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 was asking to be pregnant, but she understood that it wasn't gonna be an easy ride. And 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 she grew attached because the Bible says that he God answered her prayer. She she ends up getting pregnant, and for nine months she she's been holding on to something. You've been holding on to something. I don't know how long you've been holding on to something that, that you've been that you've been nurturing that that has become a part of you. And now God says, now that thing is going to be you have to reject it and you have to push it out. See, you got to understand that when God gives you something, it's not for you. It's not for you. And so you, you, you've been holding it, and now you got to push it out into the world. And she had to push it out. And then we move to the last last stage. I said, well, pretty much the last stage, and then we're going to go to church. It's the last stage of motherhood, which is parenting. Oh, my God. Say, somebody help me. Somebody help me. They're parenting. Because once you get pregnant, and then once you push and go past the trauma of pushing it away now you got to raise it and that is the training and development stages <laughs> oh my god oh my god see hannah said if god if you give me this child i'm gonna go ahead and dedicate it back to you help me up in here because the bible says to train up a child in the way that he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it y'all better help me this is where the proverbs 31 woman shines it's in her parenting the, I, that's why i read proverbs 31 to you we wasn't preaching that it's just a backdrop of what it's going to take to be a wonderful mother somebody say wonder woman see because everybody every woman is not a wonder woman there are some women that make you wonder, but it's not every woman that's a wonder woman. You, you got to be a Proverbs 31 woman if you're going to be a wonder woman. Help me, because that type of woman is the one that understands how to serve her husband and, and knows how to serve her house. And the Bible says that her children will praise her because her children are watching her as she operates in the things of God. Y'all better help me. And they can see that mama ain't the cl at the club dropping it like it's hot. She, that's your, her mama ain't in the room pouring Hennessy and mixing it with all kind of stuff. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. They, that The child sees that her mother, when she's has struggling, she's not going to, to smoke some weed or, or, or trying to... Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. But she understands and the child sees their mother on their knees praying to God when things are getting hard and they understand that even though daddy may be out of his rabbit mind they still see her mother uh, some I'm not going to say nothing. Proverbs 31 woman who is not boisterous, out loud, doing outlandish, crazy stuff. And that is 
training. See, you can't be a mother and be like, just do what I say, not what I do. The devil is a lie. They're going to do exactly what they see their mama doing or see their daddy doing. So you have to train them. And when you train them, you take your time. You you got to discipline. There's discipline in training. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. And sometimes you got to say stuff over and over and over again. And some children have to learn on a curve. Y'all better help me. See, you got that one child. You could tell them something and they go off and they do it. You ain't got to worry about them. But you got that other child. You got that Andre. I ain't going to say nothing. That, that is going to take a, a, a whole lot of praying and a whole lot of fasting. Do I got any of them kids? They used to say that there was a saying that God curses <laughs> pimps, players, and hustlers with beautiful daughters. Y'all not going to say nothing. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Uh, you give your parents hell now. Your kids going to give you hell later. You're going to understand. Now I know what mama was talking about. Where did this kid come from? You. I think God played a trick on me. DeAndre is like his mama, and Alana is like me. That is dangerous. And I thank God. I thank God that she got a mother like the mother she got. Oh, this world would be in trouble. Ain't but one Alana. I could drop the mic and say, Grace and peace, and shall go home now. Parenting is a hard job. I was a deadbeat dad, but I thank God now I'm a resurrected dad. Woo! Y'all better help me up in here. I got, and I understand that when you watch him grow up and go through things and you, 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 you know you poured all that you can into him. Oh, my God, help me. You, you, you poured everything you knew into him. And you, you poured the bad and the ugly so that they don't repeat what you did and, and, and hope they don't go down the road that you took and learn from your mistakes. And that, that's part of parenting. You, you can't be the type of parent that's always and they don't know how to have a conversation with you but you got to let them know that mommy 
I'm trying to save you, girl. Because when mommy was your age, she she, she was on that pole. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to say nothing. But, but I learned that God can take care of my needs. <laughs> Y'all better help me. I, I got to I gotta let you know that daddy was out there smoking them drugs and using them drugs and doing all kinds. And I don't want you to go that way. That there are no perfect parents. But you better give God some praise that you got the parents you got. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. There, there are no perfect mothers. And you can be mad at your mama for what you think you your mama should have did. But instead of praising, thank, but complaining about what she should have did, you need to thank God for what she did. That, 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 that God knew exactly what you needed because the Bible says children are heritage from the Lord that you don't get to choose your mother you don't get to choose your daddy but God chose y'all y'all better help me up and so you gotta go ahead and and and, and do the do the best parenting you can. Get a book. There's everything's on YouTube. Google it. That's the generation we gonna have now. Cause parenting from the older generation, that they did parenting different, right? Well, this is what our mama did, and my grandmama, my mama, my mama beat me, so I'ma beat you. That's the type of parenting we do, right? Had a baby, baby, baby six months, years old. Six months and she eating ribs already. Because this is what my mama fed me ribs. And six months, you can eat some ribs. <laughs> you say it now, but look, we survived. We don't know what our parents was giving us. We was talking about that the other day. Corn, black and white cornflakes. And corn was spelled with a K. And you better eat it. With powder milk. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I dare you try to get that to some kids today. What I'm supposed to do with this? We, we different. My wife tried one time to bring a bag of cereal in our house that was in a bag. Only once. If it don't say Fruit Loops, we ain't doing Fruity Loops. <laughs> yeah, fruit, there you go. Thank you, Trevor, for the fruit rings. At least I had loops. I don't know where you were shopping at. But anyway. I say that to say this, parenting is different. Parenting is different. And you don't got to lock on parents. Stop judging other people's kids. When you ain't parenting them. And I thank God for mothers, but that's the problem.
gonna leave that alone. I worked in a group home, and there was no problem before. If anybody ever worked in a group home, they understand that the men never had no problems. We come in, we supposed to cook, eat, clean, that's it, go home. The women would fight like crazy, cause it's the mother in them, and they would not like how other sisters were doing well because they're saying how you do that, cause it's it's seven mothers in one house. That's a problem. And I say that to say, sisters, keep sisters out of your house. And I'm not saying you don't, you ain't supposed to glean like Ruth clean, because you are supposed to glean, but you're supposed to know whose feet you need to be sitting at. Listen, you want to understand motherhood, you got these stages. You need to sit at the feet, Pastor Mom, sit at the feet of Aunt Pat, sit at, you, you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you can't give a sister a recipe. That's what sisterhood's about. But don't, sisters, if you're married and you got kids, stop getting single women who ain't got no kids and trying to get some advice when they don't even want no kids. And why I can't go out? Why I can't do this? Why I can't? Because you got kids. If you want to stay with the single crew, you should not have no kids. And kept your legs. Okay. Which moves us to the last stage and we're going to go home. Because after you parent them, you still have to go through the trauma of push again. Somebody say push again. And that's where people get stuck. Because you want to keep boo-boo at home all day long and for the rest of their life. You ain't going to say nothing. I used to get on. I ain't got to get on now. Control, but I'm, I'm going to go shit. I used to get on since you called me. I don't know. I said, listen, why are you taking out the trash? And you got a grown, look, a grown young man in the house. Why are you taking the trash out? Tell him to take the trash out. Oh, he don't want to take it out? Dump it in his bed at about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Let him wake up in it. It's funny, but you got a lot of women who are trying to raise sons, and they, they baby them to the point that they can't become a man. You ain't going to say nothing. You got to learn how to push out again. Because once you parent them, you got to push them out again. Woo! And that brings you to the last stage of parenting, which is praying. Oh, my God. The Bible says it came to pass in Hannah's life that when she conceived, she weaned the child until he was eight. He told her husband, I'm going to stay here and wean him, and I'm going to do like I promised. I'm going to give him back to the Lord. Y'all better help me. See, a lot of times when you did your best and you know you gave your all and you trained them up in the way that they should go, you got to push them to the world, and then your job is to pray. Pray that what you put in them takes root and that they can prosper in the things that you said. Oh, you ain't going see, see, your, your son is not your husband. Your daughter is not your girlfriend.
got to let God have them. He only let you borrow them to see how you would do with them. He said, I could trust you with this child. Now trust them back to me. Ain't that right? And sometimes that's hard. How they gonna make it? How they gonna make it? Well, when you go, how they gonna make it? Cause ain't nobody else gonna mom them. And if you if you dwarf them, then they gonna look for their wife to be their mama. I ain't never called my wife mama. I'm gonna keep that PG. Never. And she better not call me daddy. gave birth. Now, let me say something to these one of them. You don't know what you're carrying. You don't know what you're carrying. We're going to go home because Hannah just asked for, you know, God just impregnate me and I'm going to give this child back to you. And she became a wonder woman. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. She gave birth to Samuel. What? One of the greatest prophets to ever live. He, she gave birth to Samuel, who would then anoint King David. And then who would be the line of which Jesus would come through. I'm trying to find out if I got any Wonder Woman in the house. Do I got any women in here that gave birth to something that they understand is going to impact this nation and this world that they live in in such a way that you know it had to be nothing but God's favor on you. Are you like Eve? who was mother of all things living, like Sarah, the wife of Abraham, who, who wasn't even able to have kids, but God gave her a child in her, oh my God, old age. Woo! How about Rebecca who gave birth to Esau and Jacob? Jacob who would then become, change his name to Israel. Would you be like Jehoiakabed, however you say her name, who was the mother of Moses, who was a deliverer? Some of y'all are giving birth to something that's going to deliver somebody else out of something. You don't know what you're carrying. Or could you be like Bathsheba, who was the mother of Solomon, the greatest, wisest king to ever live? Y'all better help me. Or maybe you were like my, my, my wife preached on the other day, like Elizabeth, who would give birth to John the Baptist, who would prepare the way. I'm trying to see, do I got any Wonder Woman in here who say, my child is going to make a way for somebody, going to lead them to the light. Y'all not going to say nothing. Or maybe you could be like Mary, and you ain't never been with a man, ain't got no man, don't want no man. But God said, I can then impregnate you with somebody that will be a savior to somebody else. I need some Wonder Woman up in this place. That's what we need in 2021. We need women who are going to raise kids that are going to make a difference in the world that we live in. Not just say, I want to have a child so they could go to the NBA and get my broke behind self up out of the ghetto. I need someone... It sounds funny, but back in the day, there was women, and it's not even back in the day. Today, they, you know some sisters. They ain't getting pregnant today for no check because they cut that out. 
They used to give you more for more kids. And you go to projects, got a sister in there with 27 kids. And still get evicted. And the rent and the kids name. All 27 kids got bad credit. And they ain't even 10 yet. That's ridiculous. Ain't that the truth? I knew a chick in Jersey South. Her rent was $1.35. Got evicted. How you get evicted for $1.35 rent? Then you have people who have kids so they could be drug, train them to be drug dealers. And you all get up and hustle. But how many say, God, I want to be pregnant so that I can birth something in the world that will do according to your will. That will give your name the praise. That will enhance your kingdom. And as I close, I know you may be sitting there and saying, you know what, Pastor, that's all good. And I, I tries, I tries my best. I, I, God, Lord knows as I do. But they just won't listen. I want you to notice, and I, 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 I avoided that in the text for, for this closing reason. I want you to notice that when, when the prophet... No, the priest went to Hannah and said, listen, what's wrong with you? He, he did, she did not bring her issue to her husband. She brought her issue to God. I'm trying to, I, I've been, I'm doing my best and they, they still out there and they still doing what they want and I, I don't know. You, you, you got to know that you, all you got to do is bring it to God. I need some, see, it, 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 it's, it's, it's nothing to be a wonder woman when everything is going right. That's why I thank God for my mother who who's definitely a wonder woman. Because while I was giving the house all hell, I know everybody was wondering. Your house has to look like a wonder. I'm trying. Are people looking at your house and wondering? Like, and they go to church and they they supposed to be saved. Why why all that going on in, in their house? And they wondering. Well, the Bible says that Jesus is named wonderful. Y'all better help me. So so when you got God, he, he's so wonderful. He he will make you a wonder. And and if you are the type of mother that might be wondering right now, God told me to tell you on this morning that you don't have to wonder no more y'all better help me that you all you got to do is praise him for what he is doing and even though you don't understand what's going on and it may look contrary to what you're believing god said i got this i'm gonna take your child and i'm gonna make something out of what everybody else said could not be matter of fact you ain't gotta look at your kid look at yourself and say look at god 
I was a mess. Sean, if you don't praise him, I'll tell your business. Because you was a mess in middle school. You was a mess. And y'all better help me. Tap your name and say, you know you was a mess. But look at God. Look at God. Look at how God just took and made a wonder out of you. That your mama is bragging. Look at my daughter. Look at my son. Look at my child. Blessing. Look at God blessing my kid. That's because your seed is blessed. Can my wonder woman up in this house give God some praise? Hallelujah. I need you to go ahead and put your little cape together. Get your lasso. Only a mother knowing their kids is lying. I'll wrap you up with this lasso. You gonna tell me the truth. Only a Wonder Woman could get in an invisible jet. You ain't even got a car and make a way out of nowhere. Only a Wonder Woman can attract a Superman. Y'all better help me up in here. And my Wonder Woman said, hey, 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 Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the Wonder Woman in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you that they know how to pray, how to stand, how to push us into who we become. On this day where we honor them, we honor you for blessing us with them. So, Father, as we go from this place but not your presence, we pray that you would just shower us, shower our mothers with love. For those that, like I said, have are in a place where they are feeling a, a void, I pray that you would fill that void. And let them know it. And, and especially if they're from this ministry, that look around at all the mothers you have. Hallelujah. And we thank you. We thank you that we know that God, um, that when our, when our mothers leave this place, they knew you and they're in your presence. And we thank God that we know you and that we'll see them soon. And we thank you for that, God. Father, we pray that if there's any tension, if there's any animosity, if there's any broken relationships, Father, between mothers and children, that you would heal on this day, that, God, there would be a spirit of forgiveness, Father God, and an embracement, Father God, for those things that we now know were all making us good. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you, God. So, Father, we bless you. We pray, Father, for those who don't know you, that they would come to know you. And that they would receive you into their hearts. And we give you praise for all these things. In Jesus' name, grace and peace.